This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Wealth Puzzle. I'm Tana Pennington here with Mike Mansfield. And today we've got a lot of information to cover things that are definitely going to have an impact on your retirement. We're going to look at um, possibly some information with Social Security coming up in 2023, uh, Medicare details also. Um, and then, of course, the the bear that we're all facing right now is inflation. But yeah, if you like oh. our content today, check us out on our website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is spelled L-Y-N-D. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I'm here. Good. How's life in Texas? I can tell that it must it's be a uh, so toasty. It's toasty. It's there toasty. is some cloud coverage, but it is very warm right now. So but I and thought... no rain. No rain in sight. <laughs> it's the middle of summer. I know, but it rained like usually... three drops here yesterday. I got the car dirty. Well, at least it was three drops. Yes, there's that. So <laughs> You know, it's, um, yeah, we're with our drought, you can kind of tell everyone's starting to get weird. Yeah. You know, I was walking past a neighbor who, you know, we've known for years and she was watering something and I could care less. And I say hi. And she's like, <laughs> I, I don't normally water this. Like, she thought you were going to report her to the, right, she thought the, the water Gustavo was conservatory. Here to, the water Gustavo was here to take her away. Oh, that's so um, awesome. So you can kind of tell that the drought is in full swing here by people's anxiety oh, over uh, oh, what no. their neighbors think. So, yeah, no, I get it's it. It's one of those things, though. Connor was showing me a map of Lake Casitas, though, like a like an aerial picture mm. of it. And it's crazy how, you know, it used to be a full lake and now it's right. All these little islands and things that they had are wow. now giant peninsulas. And I was talking a lot with my hands there. So it's scary. Come back down. <laughs> Ooh. put them back down so anyways down to business um yeah. let's see what's going on i don't know my my oldest daughter my 13 year old has decided she wants to be a surfer i love it so we'll just let her be for a couple of years well we're not geared up for it like we just don't you know <laughs> need a truck or something i'm learning yeah and uh for the and I, you know, I swim like a rock that doesn't help <laughs> I am scared to death of the waves mm. <laughs> when you're out. Right. So, so it's been uh it's been humbling trying to uh, get into Teach surfing her with her. Surf, but, yeah. But heck, we, we live there. We live there. Good. It's like when I lived in Palm Desert next to a golf course, it was hard to say that you don't golf. <laughs> so um, true. So we gotta uh, we'll give it a little bit of a, a go here. So anyways, yeah, all right, all right. I'm flying blind, everybody. My eyes are closed. I don't know what's going on. Tana is in charge. She said she had things to talk about today. I said I didn't want to know what they were. Oh, come on. I wanted to be surprised. And uh, here we are. Yeah, I kind of have a smorgasbord of things Mm -hmm. that I think are going to be a little interesting. Mm -hmm. But, (laughs) But just to start out, so CPI um, came out in June and um, 
we have seen it climb to nine point, a little Woo! over nine percent. So coming in hot. Out. Yeah, coming in very hot. So right. that isn't so great. Um, um, but it's affecting, you know, housing costs, people, their rent is going up. Um, you know, gas prices, definitely we've seen a, a huge increase, but while we traveled this weekend, I noticed that things have kind of, you know, come down just, just slightly, maybe 10 cents, 20 cents in areas, which was nice to see. Um, but again, it's, it's, you know, affecting our food prices, utilities, just even my gas bill, I've noticed a, a significant increase. So not a lot of fun out there um, to have to face those, you know, changes. And we've been getting phone yeah. calls from clients as they're trying to navigate, you know, inflation and higher costs. It's, it's tough because people are, you know, taking money out of their accounts to live off, you know, some income and they've had to increase that income recently and you know it's it's not you know fun to do that because you're worried about you know depleting your assets faster and sure and you know it is it is worrisome but there's ways that we can cut back in other areas um especially right now while the market's very volatile but but yeah good things to well and it's funny come, right so uh, inflation the consumer price index all those things are, you know, very visually terrible. Yeah. I, I have to admit, number one, why is anybody surprised? You know, yeah, one no. of the things that was happening in June is gas prices in the first half of June were going up like a missile, right? So every day, I mean, I think you and I were joking in June how one day I went to the gas station, you know, and then I go, I drove back later in the afternoon, it was 10 cents higher. And then the next day it was 10 cents higher. And, yeah. You know, I thought, what a it great deal I got. Drastically, it, you know, increasing. Um, yes. And so it's hard to think how how on earth could CPI, inflation, all this stuff in June be lower, even though that's what everyone hopes for, right? We all mm -hmm. hope for the good news. Oh, um, you know what? What normal person thought it could be lower when you saw the energy prices just skyrocketing right. in June, right? right? During the demand cycle of the summer travel and all that stuff, um, because energy prices affect everything, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's uh, uh, you know the energy prices affect this phone and how right. it ended up in my hands. <clears throat> and so without energy prices rolling over, it's really hard to say that inflation could be softening out. Now that's right. interesting because we fast forward to what's happening in July and energy prices is, have been softening out. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, here locally gas is probably down the better part of 50 cents a gallon. Mm -hmm. It's still only $12 a gallon now. Um, yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, you you took that literal ten. Well, I know because twelve like California twelve bucks. It sounds <laughs> right. Okay, um, more like seven. So six. so it is interesting. It'll be interesting to see how the money sub or excuse me how the um how the inflation starts to read for the next couple months. Mm -hmm. The the challenge that we have with the consumer price index specifically is the way that it's calculated is a third of it is is just rentals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everything I read about rentals is they don't think that the rate of rentals is really baked in the cake enough. And so that could be what keeps the inflation measure up high. Mm. But, you know, obviously, you know, rentals are, are getting very expensive in yes. these parts, at least. So here's the deal. Everybody thinks the Fed's raising rates to solve inflation. Right. You want to get some mm -hmm. nods. For anyone who watches oh, the show, I, you know, a lot of people listen to the podcast, but anybody who watches the show, you know, then you get all the, the, the nonverbal body language here. So <laughs> you get the, <laughs> the nonverbal, 
right? That's good, right? Yes, it, yes. it adds value. You can really read the room. <laughs> the um, so look, Our the Fed's room. raising rates ain't gonna do um. <clears throat> All they're going to do is slow the economy down and destroy the economy ultimately and cause a recession. That's kind of what raising rates do is it's supposed to slow the velocity of money. That actually doesn't have much of an effect on the money supply. Um, Think about it like this. In 2008, we had the worst stock market economic crash in 100 years, right? Mm -hmm. The Federal Reserve's by 2009 had taken interest rates to zero, basically. Mm -hmm. They kept them at zero for like seven years. So remember, this is this would be considered the Fed's running hot, you know. Ah. Mm-hmm. And what happened to inflation in that time period? It barely got above two percent. Right, very low. Well, wait a second. Wait, hang on. Look at nonverbal. I'm looking around. Like, <laughs> like people on the podcast don't get to see me doing that. Like, like how 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 can the Feds have interest rates at zero percent for almost seven years and not cause hyperinflation? Because what happened the last two years in two, in 2020 COVID hits feds drop rates to zero. Mm-hmm. They've been that way for, you know, basically a couple of years and now they're raising rates because, Oh my gosh, we lowered rates. We were too accommodative and there's hyperinflation everywhere. Something is completely different. Mm-hmm. And guess what, everybody, it has nothing to do with interest rates. This is a, this is a false, false something. <laughs> I don't know. There's a thought in my head that's not coming together. It's the didn't eat breakfast thought. So anyways, what really affects inflation is, and we talked about this before, you got to go back to 1913 when the Fed was created. The Fed's job was to control the money supply. If you expand the money supply in an economy that is not expanding, mm-hmm. you create inflation. If you shrink mm-hmm. it when the economy is shrinking, that's how you control things. Mm-hmm. So here, let me pull up a chart, everybody. Chart's worth a thousand words. Hang on, hang on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Boom. There it is. So anybody who's watching this on YouTube or on Rumble, you're going to see the pretty chart. This is the U.S. money supply chart. I'm on a five-year chart here. I'll go to a 10-year a chart to be funner. And really what you're looking at, if you're looking at this on the TV, is you see this boring purple line just tooting long, tooting long, tooting long, tooting long, tooting long. And all of a sudden it lurches up. And then it goes up a lot higher. Uh, here, let me go out to a further chart. Oh, my gosh. Since 1960, the line's tooting long, tooting long, tooting long, tooting long, tooting long. And then 2020 COVID hits and the line lurches up like a missile. Right? This whole mm-hmm. life, the money supply has been fairly controlled, mm-hmm. fairly stable. And everyone's going to say, Mike, what about inflation in the 70s? You're a fool. Well, the real reason we had inflation in the 70s and 80s wasn't necessarily about the money supply. That The, the biggest component of that was Nixon delinking the U.S. dollar from the oh, gold yeah. standard, right. which was the world's biggest mistake we've ever made. But don't get me started on it that. got us in a lot of trouble. It did. Yeah. But you know what? How else can you print endless amounts of money? Right. So anyways, let me zoom back in here. So this little lurch right in the middle of the screen on the chart is basically the money supply in a very consistent way grows at like five, six percent a year. It's feeling really stable. For two years, we then grew it at almost 20%. We massively flooded the system with money. We massively printed money. We then took that money that we printed and we created another. This is also another disparity from the 08 crash of what happened is in 08, when the government wanted to create liquidity, they gave the money to the banks. The banks didn't loan any of it out. 
Here, the government gave the money directly to the people. Give the money to the people. Oh, yeah. Good point. And yeah. so, you know, stimulus checks, uh, right. extra unemployment, uh, mm-hmm. reduction in tax liability on a lot of stuff. All this stuff put money in people's pockets. More yeah. money in people's pockets. Chasing goods creates inflation. You then have a supply chain issue as we've had in the last two years. Right. Now you have less goods. Now you've created hyperinflation. So what is going to make inflation get better? is the normalization of the money supply. So Mm -hmm. let me zoom in. I know this is, everyone's getting weird. So this chart's looking a little funny, right? If I, let me go to three months. Well, that's not a good chart. Let me go six months. Oh, that's better. In six months, the chart's a lot flatter, right? So April was the first month that inflate, or excuse me, the money supply ticked down. That's the first time it's gone down on a monthly basis in like, 12 years or something. And then last month it was just basically flat. It it grew a micro percentage. It grew 0.01%. So on an annualized basis, this is huge. This is what's bringing down inflation. Mm -hmm. If this chart holds true and this money supply can level out, what's going to happen is that 20% we were growing at a year, it's going to essentially catch up with the 6% a year. It should have been growing. And this is what's going to bring inflation down significantly is getting the excess reserve money out of the system. Mm. There's too much money in the system. And so this is very optimistic to me. The last two months have been extremely optimistic that inflation is finally getting under control. Probably, you know, in the first half of next year is where we're going to start to say, oh, God, finally, it seems like it's kind of back to normal. The chaos Mm -hmm. has ensued. Now, granted, this is what we're watching. So if you're wondering what we're curious about, we followed the U.S. money supply. I don't know. Was there a question there? I don't know. I just started talking about <laughs> No, it was perfect. Oh, okay. So anyways, <laughs> CPI bad. Yeah, You know, it's funny. It's but all relative, expected. though, right? Like, yeah. Look at like PPI. So everyone complains. Like uh, Biden, I was watching this thing the other day, and the president was, um, <clears throat> he was, um, uh, basically they were saying, here's the things he's going to do to get inflation under control. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things was he's going to pass a bill to stop those evil companies from price gouging. I'm like, like, like that is so out of touch <laughs> with reality. Cause here, here, everybody, if you're watching the show, I just pulled up the producer price index. So this is the price that wholesalers pay for the goods they purchase to mm-hmm. then sell you. Now, remember, according to the government, your inflation's up 9%. Their inflation year over year, if you can see the chart, is up 11%. Now, that's not a good sign for them, right? Right. <laughs> that means that they're paying more than even the, the inflation you're feeling on, right. this stuff on a generalized basis. So this whole, uh, we're going to get those evil companies... <laughs> That's that's just useless rhetoric. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it here. This this would be so stupid to play on my phone, but I'll do it if I can find it. <laughs> Someone sent me another the other day this um this this video. Oh, it's a YouTube video. I wonder if I could find it. I don't know. How do I play this on my phone? Here this. See if I can make it big. Oh, I'm opening up YouTube. This is, this is, this is. 
There it was. Did you hear it? Tanner? Barely. Oh. I'll load it. I'll load it for next week. I'll, no, I'll load it for next week. It's basically the president uh, giving us some economic advice. <laughs> you can imagine Fantastic. how that goes. <laughs> Dang it. I wish I, I wish I had thought of that. I know, that right? It would have been epic. Had that ready Anyways. to go. All right. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, so. All right. That's it. I'm done talking. Okay. Nope. Okay. So CPI data you know, that we're talking about now is also going to be affecting, um, social security, um, Uh which could be a good thing. Um, the cost of living adjustment COLA is estimated to be for 2023, an increase of 10 and a half percent. So, you know, it's funny when you said that I'm like 2023, well, it's not for a few years. I know. Isn't that weird? I know. I think the same thing. I'm like, that sounded so far out 2023, right? That's less than six months. months away. Yeah. The, um, that's huge, right? Yeah. So we just had an almost 6% cost of living in adjustment. Now they're looking correct. at a 10 or 11% yeah. adjustment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's crazy in a couple years, 15, 16, 17% increase in social security. Yeah. So I like, mean, that, say for instance, the average retiree benefit is around what? 1600. Yeah. That's maybe like $170 per month increase. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That'd be Not interesting. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's a half a tank of gas around here. <laughs> that's so, so it's terrible. like a it's like a you know you know what the you know what everyone says though, Tana? <coughs> oh, Two geez. steps forward, one step well, back. No, so what they say <laughs> is they're like, okay, you know what? Because every time I, I, I say anything that seems like I'm trying to be optimistic like that. Right. I'll be like, yeah, but then they just take it all back with medicine. <laughs> so true. I hear that all the time. Oh, I'm like, well, it's true, but it's relative, right? I mean, they increase your thing, you know, 150 bucks, but then they, you know, take an extra 30 out of Medicare. So, but you still end up with, you know. Ooh, that is another good point. So talking about Medicare. um, So I was reading that the Medicare program actually made a profit in uh, this year. So, and that's due to the, the decrease in using, um, you know, the benefits especially with Medicare part a, which is your hospital insurance. You mean so, like during COVID? Yes. So, so like because people less got people, scared to go to the hospital. Exactly. So they weren't having to pay out as many <laughs> benefits or hospital stays. Uh, you, you know, Emergency there's room visits. Yes. You, you know, there's that? like a lot of mental anxiety with that <laughs> thought Be, because everything I've read or heard or thought about is a lot of people delayed a lot of the procedures and processes mm-hmm. that they would have yeah. gotten over the right. last couple of years because they were nervous about going into those facilities. Right. But now all those people have uh, will ha- have much stronger illnesses. You know, they didn't catch cancer earlier mm-hmm. or these types of things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's yeah. funny. So no one showed up at the hospital. <laughs> Medicare made yeah, money so off you. They're saying <laughs> that just the Medicare Part A part of the program has wow. now um, $337 billion in revenue, um, which is an eight and a half billion dollar operating profit. So that's, that's good news. Um, but that could also affect Medicare premiums for 2023, as well as a, a dementia drug and medication that's very expensive treating dementia patients, um, has been cut in half. So that could, 
um, allow the Medicare program, the government to offer a, a lower Medicare Part B premium. And it, wow. it might only be like five to ten dollars. Yeah, um, but, but at <clears throat> least we're not going to see the it, jump like we did this wow. year. It mm-hmm. went up like twenty two dollars. So it was very big increase. Yeah. <clears throat> So, wow. You know, that, 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 that would be amazing. So if you got this giant cost of living adjustment on social security mm-hmm. and then your Medicare income, that would be yeah. like just, you know, modern miracle. They, they, they'll, they'll figure out some reason why none of that makes sense. And I'm sure. <laughs> and, and then, well, I'm just trying to pull out some positive because those were, yeah. po- those were yeah. positives. Yeah. Those are I'm good digging. ones. That's funny. Oh, <laughs> let me see if I can find a chart. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Let me see if I can find something. I'm going to be the, I'm going to, I'm going to play devil's advocate on that. Devil's advocate. <laughs> That's funny that um, they made money. All right. All right. Here. I just pulled up the US oh, debt clock. Yes. org. I love this website, right? Because it's it scary. Shows, shows how much money you all owe. If every taxpayer, <laughs> this is laughable to me, right? So our, our, our US debt is over 30 trillion. And that's what we call current debt. There's unfunded debt, which is all the promises the government makes. It's like 130 right. trillion. Ouch. But it's amazing how they break it up per citizen and then per taxpayer. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people in the country. Not a lot of them pay taxes. So, yeah, good point. You know, shows how much uh, those taxpaying suckers should pony up in order to get this <laughs> thing paid off. The um, <clears throat> All right. If you scrizzle down here, though. Right in the middle of the page, if anybody can see this, if you're watching this, it says largest budget items. So the middle one says Social Security. So these are the three major budget items. You've got Medicare, Social Security, and then and then military, which is kind of interesting because people always talk about like, oh, we got to cut the military spending now, which is, is relevant. But when you look at it as a, a totality of cost, uh, remember, the federal government is spending that six trillion number right below the 30 trillion giant number. It says U.S. federal spending official. Six trillion. That's a lot of money to spend. Something is wrong there, right? Mm -hmm. And so then it comes down to the biggest budget item. So just list these three. Um, You know, Medicare is 1.4 trillion. Social Security is 1.1 trillion. So defense is only, you know, $750 billion out of the six trillion. So it's, I mean, it's decent, but it's, you know, it's only like 12% or something that we're spending. Mm-hmm. Um, the other line items are obviously a lot bigger. And then you say, well, wait, if those are those three line items, we're still missing a whole lot of money out of 6 trillion. Mm-hmm. What are they spending all the other money on? Right. And then yeah, you scratch your head. <laughs> You're scratching um, it a long time. But you look at this stuff, you say, my goodness, if social security goes up 10% next year, that means that we're adding like $120 billion or something to our budget expense. So like wow. I said, on, on, on ground right. level, it's great for everybody to get those increases where everybody right. needs them to offset inflation, all the chaos of the world. But on the other level, boy, it is just really, it's yeah. really putting that much more stress on the totality of our, yeah. our national obligations here. The so consequence, yeah. Very interesting. Uh, double-edged sword. So that's depressing. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta end on a positive note. I don't have any. You you don't want all the positives. I, I was saying <laughs> it'd be negative. You know, you know it's funny here. I scrolled over a little bit. I can make this screen a little better. Hang on a second. You're like a pointer. We gotta figure out how to do like yeah, stuff. It, 
So right. if you look at the upper right corner, it says U.S. federal tax revenue. So this year we're bringing in about $4.4 trillion. And then you go to the far left down one, it says U.S. federal spending. I showed you that $6 trillion. And then right to the right of that number, it says U.S. federal budget deficit. So this year, hey, so this is hilarious, right? The, 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 the presidency a few months ago, actually all the time, I, I apologize. There's just a real formal speech about this. They said, you should pat us on the back because we are reducing the deficit. So, and that's, you want to know what they mean by that? Is last year they spent seven trillion. Oh. And this, this year, year they're only spending six. Now, now remember, we're only bringing in four. So, oh. no matter how you bake the cake, yeah. our spending is that's like Tana saying, "Hey, Mike, good news. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, last month I put twenty grand on my credit card, and this month I only put nineteen. <laughs> that would never happen. I do not have I credit know, card debt. As an example, I don't want. No, no, thank you. You know, but that's kind of where we're at is like, yeah, but you're still a spending mess. Right. You're still spending way too much money. Mm -hmm. You're still spending money we don't have. Exactly. Like like you want to put it a little better. (laughs) So, you know, so this is just our our government is such a mess. And and look, I I don't care what your politics are. Republicans are just as guilty as Democrats of spending a lot of money in the last number of years. But there is a a issue here of fiscal responsibility. Mm -hmm. That's why Tan and I are announcing our membership into the libertarian. (laughs) Oh, wow. I had no idea. So that we can be fiscally responsible. Mm hmm. With a strong military. All right. Uh, is that how we end the show? Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so look, if you got any questions, uh, let me pop up the old phone number and stuff here. If you have any questions, give us a call. 805-500-7035. That's 805-500-7035. Visit us at thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. But hey, we're here. Uh, you know what? Tana and I were dealing with this stuff all day long. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of pessimism. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of concern out there. Do not hesitate to call us. We'd be happy to talk yeah. you through it and help you understand your choices and the things you need to be doing. Other than that, though, uh, we appreciate everybody joining us and watching our shows and sharing them with their friends. And I hope everyone has a great day. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group LLC. The Lynn Group LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.